Experience Milwaukee is presented by Few Spirits, Indeed Brewing, Cost Stereophones, and Transfer Pizzeria Cafe. Their generous support allows us to highlight all aspects of the city of Milwaukee, something we've been doing since 2018. Thanks for listening, and now, on to the show with Milwaukee's very own Black Belt Theater. Hi, I am Cutesy Macabre, or Kaylee. I am a, an artist and illustrator. I didn't give an adjective, I messed up. I am a forgetful artist and illustrator. Um, and to me, Milwaukee is my playground. I am Becca Siegel. <laughs> I am a local artist and illustrator. And um, I, to me, Milwaukee is home. Adam. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all. Adam. Adam. Do you ever? Have you ever been worried you, we would suddenly lose control of the podcast? <laughs> Uh, until today, no. <laughs> <laughs> I had the same worry always, and uh, it's finally coming. It's through. finally come to fruition. Aww. In it's the in joyous, honestly joyous the fruition. best way possible. <laughs> yes. Okay. yes. In the best way possible. And these are the kind of conversations that most podcast folk probably dream of. These are the conversations that people subscribe to podcasts for. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. So you're Agreed. Yes, you are a lot of pressure. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure, you guys. There's no pressure. There's no pressure whatsoever because we've already <laughs> been talking. <laughs> we've We're already been. It. We've already been doing the podcast. I didn't notice. Just, I was reading my oh. book. I'm so sorry. You guys, oh, yeah. I'm I told so you, sorry. We told you it was being edited, but yeah, actually, we're live right now. So yeah, you're doing, just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> is this isn't a podcast. This is radio. <laughs> w L Y S. No, oh, it's radio. W E X P. W E X P. And the listeners are getting a taste of what Steve was worried about. The conversation. <laughs> yes. Getting away anyway, from us. Anyway, 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 anyway. We've got Kaylee and Becca here, and we are talking. Is my second fear that I would just be completely dumbified <laughs> on the podcast at some point, and that that's exactly what's going to happen, talking about art. Oh. Yeah. This is. Wait, and this art is. Lots. Wait, I don't even know what is an art lot is. Is this a problem is. for you? Are you is not talking about art like a nightmare for you? Yeah. Whoa. Steve, we need uh, you to draw a self-portrait. It needs to be done in <laughs> ten minutes. No, I can't. What's the that's, phobia name that's for very, that? That's what is it? You, you two I think should the know. phobia name is called Steve. <laughs> art phobia. I'm looking it up. All right, <laughs> look it up and then we'll do it. We'll do it live because I have it. Oh no, it's not yeah. telling me. <laughs> it it's not a don't, uh, which is a fear of patterns or clusters of small holes or bumps, <laughs> like um, egg sacs, what? or there's like a frog that has what? like holes in its back. It's very creepy looking. And if you okay, have guys. trypophobia, you'll trypophobia. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's basically the fear of art. I'm freezing now. <laughs> patterns is- or clusters. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just afraid of frogs oh, that have some holes in them now. 
Yeah. Oh, there's also I, oh God, there's also one for the fear of paint, which is pigmentumphobia. 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 Yeah. Maybe. Adam, the only thing you read worse is uh, <laughs> is is uh, beer ingredients. <laughs> is, is, uh, <laughs> is types of uh, oh no, what was it? A chrysalis. It was. I was reading. Uh, we did a beer review Pops. um last year. Virtually, yeast, and the there was yeah. these different strains of yeast <laughs> that I mean they're like way too they're they were so wordy they were so ridiculous, and I got halfway through th- this one beer had like four different ones in it, and I got through the second one and I just lost it. I was like, <laughs> oh, I don't, it's freaking yeast. There's just ye- there's a lot of different yeast in this beer. It's kind of it's like it was if you put an emph- emphasis on the wrong syllable, syllable. you're talking about like, <laughs> on the wrong syllable. You're talking about like philosophy instead of yeast. It's like the same word. Mm-hmm. Everybody's confused. Nobody <laughs> knows what's going on. All right, look, we got to get down to business here, you weirdos. <laughs> uh, uh, we're we're gonna start from the top. Let's uh back up on this art lot in art phobia. Stuff. I mean, I'm just waiting and, for the uh, intro song that's gonna be sung by you that I was told happens about this podcast. Adam sings it. Adam sings it at the end. Oh, it's an outro. Wow. I do it at the end. Okay, that's really avant garde that yeah. you have the intro at the end. <laughs> Isn't <love> it? it. <laughs> We are the Quentin this Tarantino is, of podcasts. We do nothing in This order. is innovation here. Really. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Okay, I'm going to put down my book now. Now I'm invested. Yes. <laughs> She's finished her chapter. She's ready to talk. Creepy. Chapter three. My packets are stable. Oh, Let's oh, go. Wait. <laughs> wait, there's a... Oh, Thanks God. to my pneumatic 3000 automatic stapler. <laughs> or whatever it is. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't catch the brand name. <laughs> I didn't. What? It's because I didn't swing, give it. It's swing line. That's because That's I didn't kind of give it. Spy, spy, one hundred and one. It's it's my it's my intellectual property. You can't have it. <laughs> All right, Steve. Uh, you think we should uh, fire up this podcast? Get her burning. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying I'm trying to figure out what the hell is going on here. Uh, Kaylee, let's start with you. We're gonna pretend we have no idea. Uh, who you are and what you do and just give us some background what just you know whatever tell us some stuff who are you and what do you do yeah <laughs> wait yeah me? exactly yeah Kaylee, oh, yes. you're up first. <laughs> oh, wait me oh, i'm still on the podcast <laughs> hold on i yeah. started a new chapter where, where am i where do i go um, where do i go uh hi my name is kaylee i go by the art name of cutesy macabre um I started, I've sort of done art on and off my whole life, but then like five to six years ago, I worked at a school for children and young adults with physical, cognitive, and behavioral disabilities. Um, And they had, they were prone to uh, fits of violence, and I was one of the first responders in crisis moments. And through a series of events, I ended up getting uh, a bunch of concussions and had to be on brain rest for like a month and a half. So I couldn't watch any TV or go on my computer or read or anything like that. And so I started drawing to pass the time. And um, I ended up, when I was healed and able to go back to like reading and being on the computer, I found myself still drawing and painting all the time. And Since then, I have made it my goal to become a children's book illustrator and uh, artist. 
That's incredible. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You look back on that as kind of a gift of relieving yourself of technology, TV. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. that was the first thing I thought of was to unplug like that. I mean, voluntarily, it's probably close to impossible. Yeah. But I mean, it, I, it was still it was hard at the time, you know, but there was sure. there was something really, really nice about not being connected to screens as much. You know, I spent so much sure. time sitting outside and um, yeah, that was really nice. It was nice to be unplugged. It was nice to be more engaged with like what I could create rather than what I could consume. You know, there's nothing wrong with a consumer culture and you can't like, you can't create anything if you're not consuming anything, but it was really neat to just unplug for a while and have all of that sort of come from within rather than from what I was watching. It was pretty, pretty interesting. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. Crazy time. Wow. <laughs> Crazy um, time. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of floored by it, and um, especially because I've, I'm terrible. I, like, if I had to draw, it, that would be a very bad thing for everybody. <laughs> I, if you I know, was, I if think, I was forced to draw, I think everybody thinks that. I think that's so almost dangerous to people who would maybe really enjoy drawing because at first everyone is is bad. You have to start out bad. You can't get good until you go through bad. So that's true. You know, what did you what did you start drawing? What were the first things you were you were sketching? The very out? first thing I drew was a strawberry heart, um, but then it was a lot of monsters. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you were like strawberry hearts. That's a cool idea. Not for me. I need a monster. <laughs> Get out of here! Strawberry <laughs> yep. Heart. Get out of here! I need <laughs> horns, three eyes, and yeah. maybe a trident. Yeah. It's like a Heat. definition of like that escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. It was, it was a great time. It was a lot of, lots of teeth. I still draw lots of teeth. I find them fascinating. I actually have a teeth guy that I can buy um, human, human and animal teeth from. I do some prop work sometimes too, but um, yeah, there's a, there's a teeth guy out there in Milwaukee. I think that's a podcast first. Oh yeah, that's definitely uh, We now have a connection to a teeth guy. Yeah. yeah. That's sweet. He's I know who I can send all my extra teeth to as well. Yeah. I, I will buy them off of you. <laughs> Noted. Excellent. Can you remove them with a staple remover? <laughs> yeah. That's what I handle all my extra teeth with is the staple yeah. remover. Real versatile tool. Real I don't know versatile. why this is so exciting. Like, I have a dentist, so... <laughs> are you going to your teeth, Becca? That I'm a teeth guy, to too. <laughs> oh, man. All right. All right, Becca, you're up. Same story. Yeah. What's the background? Okay. The background is um, it was a beautiful July day, and I was hanging out um, with my uh, scientist, mathematician friends, and um, – I was bit by a radioactive spider and suddenly I was an artist. Adam. Now with those radioactive waves running through your veins. Yeah. Have you found any other senses heightened? <laughs> um, I can hear people chewing when they're eating granola. Wow. <laughs> what That's about very granola? specific? Yeah. Not very useful, but if they're like the bad guy who was chewing granola, I'd be like, he's on. 
<laughs> yeah. I downtown. know it was him. He's, He's got honey bunches of oats in his He's fridge. Downtown. <laughs> And why is the cereal in the fridge? He's in he's in Minnesota. Um, no, I just wanted I was really inspired by Kaylee's story, and so I just thought like, I had to outdo her. <laughs> so I made up a story. No, um, so <laughs> Kaylee, I'm fascinated. I it's like I I did not know that um about your background, and that is amazing. Um and I'm sorry that a concussion led to it, but it did because you're amazing. So Oh my god, um, I think you're amazing. <laughs> You guys, we're just using this podcast as our vehicle to like talk about each other. We just wanted yeah. to hang out, and so we agreed so we could talk to each other. Becca, I've missed you so much. What is going on? Hey, you know you what? Know. I'm very comfortable with this, Adam. Adam, like... Adam, hey, Steve, you're you're what? amazing. <laughs> I, you know what, buddy? I think you're amazing. That's why I have side seat produced this podcast all the way into co-hosting. <laughs> this is so sweet. How heartwarming Steve and Adam, is Adam, I I think you're amazing too. So oh, the real Becca. answer is I um, I kind of always um, found art as a thing I wanted to do. Um, that's kind of where I found, like, as a kid, like, that was my kind of identity is, like, I'm I'm an artist because my mom's an artist. And so um, I got to call myself an artist, too. Um, but it, I realized, like, in um, like in elementary school, like, I would be doing something. I would be like, oh, that's so cool. And, like, before I could be like, thank you. They're like, well, her mom's an artist. So, of course, she's good. So it was like. <laughs> I didn't realize until later there was something I was like allowed to celebrate and like take credit for. <laughs> um, but also I didn't really get into it in the, um, um, if like younger me knew that I would be on a podcast talking about myself as the identity of an artist, I, my mind would be blown. Like I think me a year ago, my mind would be blown because um, I've been like, as an adult, I've watercolor is my main medium and I've always been doing it. And like, I'm really into um, like trying to paint like, just objects like with realism like the abstract thing for me has come like pretty much this year um because I love both but like I put I remember like I put a picture I drew I painted a strips of bacon for a friend of mine it was like a joke but I like got really into it and like making it realistic and I put it on Instagram and a friend was like oh my god how much I was like wait someone wants this <laughs> that's 100 a million dollars I was like you can't have it it's a gift to someone else and I was like oh, I'm already at that level of like it's exclusive you can't have it but um that just kind of I like I wasn't ready to but I felt like someone was like playing with me like that someone would want something I made and so I just kind of like for years like I've uh, that's like my gift for birthday is like I'll give a painting and whatever and um just recently have like actually finally started taking commissions um and like that yes. feels crazy um, congrats Thank you. Um, lesson learned. Uh, don't start telling people that you're taking commissions and then take a bunch um, in the middle of the pandemic when you're like too depressed to create anything. Cause I'm Ooh, like, yeah. months yeah. behind, but luckily it's like people, I mean, I'm, I've only done it with friends first. Cause like I want to eventually make a website going, but like, that's not going to happen right now. But um, legitimately, I'm not saying this so, like, I know I'm on, a, we're on this podcast talking about the art lot, but like legitimately the art chat chain, the art lot has like changed my life because oh. it was the, and I mean, I, I stopped creating in COVID. I was like, I was legitimately, too, I mean, I'm really open about mental health stuff. I think we all should be like, I was too depressed to create. Like I, I did nothing. I played two dots on my phone. I'm at like an amazing level. Cause I was all I could do. Um, yeah. I love that game. It's so uh, good. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm uh, kind of a sucker for that one. Too. I had oh my God. It off my phone. Wait. It's been gone. I did too. I, I deleted it. It's Wait, like, no, put it back. You guys are the only 
two people I've ever met who also play it, other than like one other person. I've never serious? been in a conversation where someone's like, "Yeah, I play that too." They're like, "What? That sounds dumb." I have no idea yeah. what it is. No, it's super addicting. This yeah. is this yeah. is not what I thought I was going to get out of this podcast, but I'm so happy. So, <laughs> but, um, so it wasn't. I started. To, I took an art class with Case for Making, which is this um, art store and watercolor maker in San Francisco, and they offer. They started offering art classes online, so I took one and like that I needed someone to tell me what to do to be able to paint again but then the art lot um call for artists came up and I had two friends who were like you should do this and I was like eh, I'm not qualified and I I will say anytime I'm asked about the art lot this is like the number one thing that I point out is that I felt qualified because they put in their call for artists that women um artists of color and people from the LGBTQ plus community will be given preference and I was like I fit into one of those categories um, I guess it's a little less risk. And so I applied and I got it. And like, I, since then have felt empowered to like, I've applied for, um, mural calls for artists. Like yes. I didn't get any, I don't even care. I was just proud of myself for creating a portfolio and sending it. Um, that's something I never would have done before. And I realized I, as I, the, as a feminist, I'm angry at the fact that I realized I didn't because it's such a white male dominated territory. Um, and so having a space like the art lot where they actively sought out people that go against that um, image was why I'm sitting here talking to you about it because now I believe in that I can do it. Um, I've since um, got, I started renting a studio with VAR Gallery and Studios. Like that was a huge step for me in like legitimizing my work and my identity as an artist is like my home space has always been a mess because I don't want to clean up a painting I'm in the middle of. You need a space to create. And so now I can do that um, at a space of renting. So that, um, and legitimately like some of my current best friends in the world are people I met last July. Like that's, that's awesome. a gift. Yeah. That everyone there was incredible. It was such an incredible experience, honestly. Yeah. Really supportive, really yeah. fun, open. And it was mostly, it was pretty much all women. I think there was like one dude. Yeah. Um, and that on its own is really special. Um, yeah. because, uh, you know, it's so many, careers in the states like there you might see a lot of, you know like most teachers are women but most principals or administrators are men right most um uh we think of like cooking is like women's work but most chefs are men right so it's like i was like the people i knew who painted were women but the people who fame are famous for it are men um and this i think is a really big, really big deal that they're pushing to break that so once again art saves the day yeah. So I'm glad it wasn't that spider because that would have been a much more boring story. <laughs> yeah, that spider thing would have been wild. It would have been so many science books. You got a superpower and all you can do is hear people chewing on it. Yeah. It's, uh, and it's friggin' <laughs> a state away. It's friggin' granola. <laughs> yeah. Only it's very granola. people eat that. Misophonia. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah, we got the wrong guy. Uh, there must have been raisins in that granola. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, it was Cheerios. No. <laughs> um, Who has so a Mona Lisa now? <laughs> we, should, we should probably. Why don't we give some background on the um, on the East Side art lot? Becca, do you want to take this one, or do yeah, you want me to? Um, I'll do it. I'll yes. okay. do it. I'm going to tell you what I know, and then you can fill in all of the parts that are missing. Yes, <laughs> so, I will do that. Like magic. <laughs> Like yeah. Mad Libs, yeah. yes. Oh God, yeah. 
but instead of leaving out a noun, I'm going to leave out an entire concept. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Right. And I'll fill it in randomly. <laughs> okay. So to my, to my understanding and knowledge, the way that it came about was um, there was this thing called a, a, a pandemic and everything was closed. Um, but the neighborhood of the East side rallied on as many neighborhoods rallied on with um, trying to support their locally owned small businesses um, and the East side has some incredible, uh, cafes and restaurants. Um, but people were getting real sick of, um, getting stuff and then going back to their house where they've been all day. And so when it, <laughs> um, the idea, uh, was that, I feel like I should tell some like an old grandpa. You like, were doing so great, but please actually switch to old grandpa. That would be so yeah. cool. There was, it was winter <laughs> and we were fearing there'd be nowhere to go. That's totally oh, yeah. that. that was actually <laughs> solid. Oh, okay. So (laughs) you don't have to keep going that way though. So, um, the, there's that lot between (laughs) Von Trier and beans and barley. Um, what I was surprised to find out was underutilized because my experience is that it was overutilized by parking people. (laughs) Yes. Giving tickets out. Um, (laughs) I felt like that was, that was overly done. And so to balance out that wash, they're like, it's underutilized. No one parks there. And it's this tiny little lot. Where I was trying to tell people where it was, they're like, I, "There's nothing there. It's just Fontrier and the beans and barley." And I was like, "Exactly." <laughs> so they, um, instead, I love this. Instead of just temporarily covering the meters, they sawed them off, so there was <laughs> no confusion. And um, the the East, um, Larissa and Liz, who are the superheroes of the East Side bid, put together this thing um, with you know a grant from people, but like money's great, but like the organizers were Liz and Larissa <laughs> who made it happen that um, it became this community space so that people could go get food from their favorite restaurants and then have somewhere to, to be that was COVID safe, was outside, was spread out, um, but it was in the sunshine and it wasn't in your freaking house. Um, and so the um, the tables were painted by 10 artist teams who were chosen after they applied to the call for artists. And um, we all became uh, bestest of friends and mm-hmm. cream and sugar clouds and happiness and the rest. <laughs> is um not history it's still happening yeah how'd i do this is gonna be the worst mad lib ever (laughs) because you totally covered everything (laughs) then also but but then okay um exclamation go say something exclamation uh wowzers yeah uh, said said liz no said liz no no, shh you're doing it wrong (laughs) said liz this is this is a steve give me an adjective did I just get shushed on my own podcast? Yeah, but now give me an adjective. We need uh, an adjective. We have we have a huge missing component to this story. We have a huge what? Missing element to this story. Oh no! Wait, it's I keep I just keep, we have a huge something to the story. Missing element? Yes. What's the missing element to the story? Did the artist other than an just adjective like show up and hang out and like there were tables painted? Yes. No, Becca said that. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> yeah, Were honestly, to be, to or Steve, reading? Yeah, I was reading my book. Should I go? Do you want me to go back and redo it again in the grandpa voice? <laughs> that would help me personally. I think. Uh, yeah, let's do that. Uh, East Side Art Light Art Lot Explanation Take Two. It was an empty lot, <laughs> and then it was filled with tables Ooh. that were sponsored by local sponsors such as Thermo Fisher and McDonald's. <laughs> And artists were brought from all over the planet, but mostly just really Milwaukee. And they painted the tables and they were coated with anti 
smudge coating. <laughs> Trust Very... me, I tried. <laughs> Very late in the game. I tried um... smudging. Actually, wait, funny story. So, like, oh uh, I brought my headlamp the last day as like a. Oh, Becca, where'd you come from? <laughs> there was an older gentleman explaining the East Side art lot to Grandpa, us. Grandpa, sit down. <laughs> oh, okay. Did he grab? He grabbed the mic. Can okay, I, all right. He, Grandpa, here's your granola. This oh, is the weirdest. <laughs> this is the weirdest. Oh, God, now I'm gonna hear him chewing the whole time. <laughs> Eat your granola. I'm just, I'm worried for you about how much editing you guys are going to have to do. Uh, well, we're not editing anything. Zero. <laughs> this Man. is going to be a straight shot beginning to end. Where are intro, we right outro, now? Outro all the way through to the intro. <laughs> exactly. when, when will I know exactly. we're at the end? Can someone let me know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, all right. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, honestly, I don't, I did not, there was nothing to add other than. What's um, going on this year? <clears throat> yeah. Is there an art lot this year? Yes. There sure is. Absolutely, there are, is. Are you two Haley, in do it? you want me to send you a screenshot of the talking points that Liz and Larissa gave me? So oh. you can tell this part instead of me. <laughs> sure, sure. Send it on over. Actually, <laughs> I actually got to be a part of um, the team that chose the artists for this year's <gasps> art lot. which Whoa. was no Yeah, it was so, so, so cool. Um, there was a group of artists and um, obviously Liz and Larissa who are just incredible, incredible women. Um, and we had a slideshow and it went over all of the people who made it to the finals. I think there were maybe 19 artists. And then we had to go through and then um, just end up with 10 at the end. And it was so hard because there were so many really fantastic submissions. I feel like everyone says that when they have to you know, sort of judge stuff, but really it was incredible. So many people uh, turned out with their talent and it was, um, it was great. It was super cool. And it was really neat, Becca, you would have loved how they made sure that we knew which artists were priority artists, which again covers that. Um, yeah. BIPOC and LBGTQIA plus uh, persons, which was super important. Um, those were identified right away from the slides but we didn't have any information about the artists like who they were or anything um just the art and then we narrowed it down through a lot of first um silent rounds and then discussion it was it was super cool to be a part of and it felt really great to be connected with other artists in the community and people who had a hand in the art community that's so awesome yeah that's really cool and i i can see how that could be extremely tough but also extremely rewarding at the same time to be able to see all these different artists and and their styles and how they come together in yeah. the finished pieces just looking at the stuff from 2020 uh when we went back to it every table is wildly different yeah yeah from the next and in the the coolest way like i think i remember Kaylee, yours was the Cheesehead Monsters. <laughs> yeah. Not they weren't monsters. They're way too damn cute they were to be monsters. monsters. <laughs> but they, but that's what I that's why I was like, oh, they're cute yes. little monsters hanging out on the landscape of Milwaukee. So cute. Yeah. Yeah. And What's Becca, cool? yours was easily the brightest one. Oh, 100%. And it, and oh, and it was it, um green and yellow on top. 
Oh, I didn't think it was turquoise. But if you want to, if you want it to be green and yellow, yes. Uh, well, I, I was, I was thinking about it, and I didn't, I couldn't um, remember what shade did you, of green. Did you notice how crispy those those lines were? They were so crispy. <laughs> was that a tape job? Um, it was, and uh, I came in all cocky, like. I just have splotches of color in mine. I'm gonna be done in a day. And I, what I was telling you earlier, I bought my headlamp as a joke. And um, Kaylee and Anna and I were like literally yep. at there at 11 p.m. <laughs> last yep. night, like rushing. I was like, how? But um, one thing too, what you said is like the not only are the tables super different from each other, but um, a lot of them are completely representative of the artists that painted them in terms of like those artists body of work but also some of them are like completely different from the artist body of work like mine i that was my first time doing that kind of like geometric bright color stuff uh -huh. um my work because i it's like i want to apply but like my work i was like what's the um like it wouldn't look good on a picnic table. So I was like, what is the goal of this? The goal is for people to come to this thing and be happy. So it was be bright colors, whatever. And then I happened to have my, I was um, camping and I happened to have my watercolor palette from Case for Making and I had limited colors. And a lot of their colors are like, I had the turquoise and like fluorescent colors. And I was like, ugh, I'll just do a mock-up with this and change it later. I was like, <laughs> nope, that's it. Um, <laughs> oh my God, and then great. I know and it's cool. Cause it's like, now I'm like, you know, so we can, I mean, we can come back to this, but like Kaylee and I, as, the um some of the artists whose tables were um sponsored by thermo fisher were doing murals again this year and i and so i'm like i yeah. they picked my table because of that design so it's a cool challenge for me to be like okay how can i use my skill set but also what what do i need to is did they pick mine because of the geographic side of it or because of the bright color side of it like how much can i change it and then them still be like oh we we messed up by picking her <laughs> you know like what you know, like so um but then it's it was just really cool because like um kim's table is one with like the vegetables on it it's like this like bright cartoony thing her art is so like dark and moody and like, <laughs> sinister and incredible and like just every piece is like a conversation like every time she posts something on instagram i'm like i love this i want to know more um and like lauren um zenz she was the one working next to me and hers is like this beautiful labyrinth of she spent her whole first day mixing colors because she was mm -hmm. her it's it's skin tones and so she spent this whole thing doing this intricate labyrinth of like <clears throat> different skin tone colors and then looked at my table she's like oh that's like that's more like the work I normally do and if you look at her stuff hers is like these bright geometric patterns so it's just really cool like not just seeing how everyone did their own thing but also some people did their own thing separate from what they normally do of themselves kind of this like freeing uh moment artistically sure mm. sure and what an opportunity to be able to flex like that too that's yeah, sweet I, yeah absolutely it's so cool i feel really lucky to be able to have been able to do that Wait, and like and, ooh, yeah what, so what are you doing for your mural are you going bright colors or are you going geometric Ooh, yeah so i should be able to tell you exactly since the um mock-up was due yesterday yeah um, <laughs> yes it was so what I would have submitted <laughs> that I'm going to submit after we're done with this podcast, mm -hmm. um, I think I'm going more for the bright, the, I mean, it's like keep that color scheme because that's what draws me to it. Yeah. And then go off of more of like the science-based um, stuff that they gave us to uh, as like starting points. Cause they're what that just for, for you guys, like they gave us um, uh, kind of like a slideshow of, possible images like here's the sciencey stuff that we do here's the and inspiration like, for the yeah. and so like, the first thing i scrolled down i was like 
or before school, I was like, oh, crap, how am I going to be inspired by science? And, like, I should have known I'm a kindergarten teacher. Like, science is amazing. And so I scrolled <laughs> down, and it's like, dude, I was like, here's my mural right here. It's like this, like, close-up picture of a cell. And, like, and like or, like, the formula for the vaccine. And, like, so um, it was it was also a cool lesson in, like, drawing inspiration from um, unpredictable places. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is my long answer for I don't know yet. I I'll <laughs> I was wait, I was waiting for you to come back around to. Yeah. Also, I have no idea what I'm doing. But the mural, yeah, no clue, no clue. Yeah. <laughs> well, I delivered. What, it's what gonna get painted. Stop asking me questions. <laughs> what is this? A podcast or an interrogation? <laughs> I so easily could have lied, but I just I want to make sure that we're being truthful. You know. I yeah. Like Authenticity is key, and the truth exactly. will set you free. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike <Love> a deadline. <laughs> Unlike a deadline. Which is ironic because actually as a as a creator and a writer and person, period in my life, like I only get things done with deadlines. Same. So very they, pressure prompted. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen the Neil Gaiman commencement speech? I know this feels like it's out of left field, but it is it is related. I know, <laughs> yeah. I know, I know it's not. It's related it's to not. the book I'm reading. <laughs> I'm reading. I'm watching it right now. now. (laughs) Is anyone else on YouTube? (laughs) You're just like typing for me. Like, you guys heard this? There's this thing called like tacky talk. Good art guy. Uh, He's a primarily a writer. He wrote like Coraline. He's written an episode of Doctor Who. He wrote. uh, the Sandman, the graphic yeah. novel series. Um, yeah, he had a commencement speech where he spoke about how, in terms of being an artist, um, there are there are three things that you need to be, which is you need to be pleasant to work with, you have to deliver things on time, and you have to deliver a good product. But you only have to be two of those things. So if you're pleasant to work with and you deliver a good product, you can submit a mural submission a day or two late and no one's going to mind. Or if you're really unpleasant to work with, as long as you're punctual and turn out a good product, you're a okay. And if you don't turn out a good product, but you're easy to work with and you're on time, (laughs) then you're set. It's (laughs) wow. Yeah. Kaylee, Kaylee, you're all three. Oh no. Oh my, I turned mine in at like 2 AM. So I also missed the deadline for the rest. So I have a, I have a question. And, and um and it's related to this that uh there's there are so many amazing artists in the city and I stumble on them and um I'm wondering what what advice do each of you have one to follow your work if that's possible and where are the best places for that and and what advice would you give the the kind of average Milwaukeean who's just trying to figure out how they can get more involved or just um, follow what some of these artists are doing. Steve, you go first. Hey, hey, I I can't believe I said something that got them both to stop talking at the same time. (laughs) I was thinking more because you said this is a question that's it's related. I was like, I would rather have a question that's just unrelated. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> good questions no that was a great question i um i think something that's really important in terms of 
I think the first piece of advice I'd love to give is for anyone who uh, would love an opportunity to do something like the East Side Art Lot, but maybe don't think they're quite ready or they don't feel really confident in their chances is to apply for everything. Honestly, to apply for everything, even if you don't think that you're at that level, because the worst thing that could happen is that you don't end up doing it, which is what you're doing now. But really... Everything I applied for last year, I was like, well, I'm probably not going to even be considered, but I'll give it a shot. And, you know, the Eastside Art Lot was such an incredible, incredible opportunity. So if you're thinking about doing it, everyone, everyone really should apply next year. <laughs> next year yeah. next so year which, which brings me to my which brings me to my talk talking point that i was given uh that painting starts this sunday um, oh for the next round and it will be open to the public at 5 p.m friday june 4th with a celebratory happy hour from 5 to 7 to celebrate the artists and their openings with dj fuzzy logic love it um but I can also answer the question. <laughs> I can also abandon my way through this question if you'd yeah. like. <laughs> so um, my, my I, very similar to Kaylee's, like, um, Chris is like, apply for everything. Mine is like, put yourself out there. Um, I, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> um, my art Instagram, like I have an Instagram, like a personal one. My art Instagram is now like become me and mine. Um, and I created it day two or three of painting last year because people were asking where they can find my stuff and I felt like if I just sent them to my personal one that's like not professional enough and like I wouldn't be like legit and so I went I stayed up till like super late one night just like pulling pictures of all the work I've done and just like throwing it up on this like random Instagram profile that I made um that now you know I it's like my community um and so my advice to the average like Milwaukee person um, who's thinking about it is like, if you're wondering if you're qualified or you're thinking you're not qualified, you're qualified because that means that you're thinking about it in the first place. Um, <clears throat> and the worst that can happen is that you won't get picked, but like, <clears throat> excuse me, having not getting picked means that you've also put together a product to put out there and started working on a portfolio for yourself. And like, there's, there's some legitimacy in being rejected because that means that you have created something that's worthy of being rejected because it was worthy about being sent out, right? Yeah. And so, that's a good um, point. I, um, thanks. Um, <laughs> but also, like, I, I was at Average Milwaukee in last summer. Like, I, I cannot even believe, like, I, I call myself an artist now. I have an art studio. I'm, like, selling my stuff. I'm doing this. And, it, like, I was given the gift of the very mixed blessing of this horrible year that the, the gift of that was stillness and like <clears throat> being forced to like be alone. But I spent a lot of that time painting and like taking a lot of art classes and like learning skills and like building my skill set. Um, but really it, I had all that. Um, I needed someone externally to tell me it was okay to put my foot into the ring. Um, and to answer your question about how to find other artists, um, I <clears throat> I think part of my hesitancy for the longest time was because, um, you know, with like social media, like, and just like, you know, there's people who are like Milwaukee famous and like, they're really talented. They earned their spot. Um, but there's also a lot of like, I don't want to say clickiness because that sounds negative, but there is just like, a, you know, who knows who and like, are you in the inner circle? And like, if you know, you know, a lot of it is networking connections and like, <clears throat> 
that's a great thing. That's how people get known, but it can be really hard to get into that, especially if you are imagining that there's this wall up that you're not welcome into. Um, mm -hmm. And now having create an artist profile that's linked me to other artists that then falls into the algorithm of like discovering other artists and realizing like there's some incredible people in Milwaukee that have been here as long as I have that I've never heard about and only know about because we met doing this thing. Um, and so my suggestion mm -hmm. would be like, go on Instagram and just, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm too old now. I don't know how to you just, like start Google stuff on Instagram, but like <laughs> follow, follow artists Grandpa. that you know. Follow artists you know and then follow the artists they follow. And yes. then, like go to like like go to VAR Galleries and Studios. Josh Heinz is an incredible curator of art. Like I I still it it blows my mind that I am I have the privilege of being an artist in the studio at this place where he now like my work is like at this place of these incredible artists. Um his 30 by 30 by 30 um exposition, like he opens it up to like it's 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 on right now. So like um and Kim from the art lot, her, she's one of the artists. Um, and that's a way to like, like go to art shows, go to galleries mm -hmm. and, and find artists that you like that you tell yourself you like, as opposed to like, this is what the cool people are liking. Um, because that's how the whole idea of like someone like being like undiscovered and like someone discovers them, like they were there the whole time. You just didn't, you know, one was paying attention. Um, and so I think that if you're doing it alone, go out and, and find stuff. If you're doing it with a group, find other artists. I mean, I. I've grown as an artist because of the people I met from the art lot who, yeah. who are supporting me and building me up and telling me I can do it without me even asking. Like it's so, um, and I know that's not an option for everybody. I mean, like I didn't know how to find that community before, but I found it and I feel really lucky and there's plenty more space like that out there. So um, yeah, that's what I would go for. I am taking all of this to heart as a very small I don't want to say struggling artist because it's kind of a side hustle, mm -hmm. but I'm doing uh, graphic design and uh, oh, very I, cool. I'm an absolute sucker for logos. Yeah. So uh, Dude, while a whole rabbit hole, like logo oh, totally. on Instagram. Oh my gosh. Totally. Yeah. I set up a, a whole Instagram for it. I've been throwing my stuff up in there. I've been working through. So this is I we were going to I was going to talk about inspiration, but I don't know where the inspiration from this came from. Um, I decided that I would make up fake companies that lived yeah. inside of horror movies. <gasps> oh, my God. Yes! I love that. I love that. So I've been I have a I have a list on my whiteboard of movies, you know, classics and then like a little bit more niche like um, <clears throat> I don't know. You can do like Dracula, Candyman. Can you please do logo Scream. for Sam, like in Casablanca, like that the gin joint that they walk into? And What's have, the like, gin joint? Have you seen Casablanca? Yes. Of all the gin joints in all the world, she'd walk into mine. He says that. Oh my god! All right, <laughs> edit that part out. <laughs> no, uh, just, I may have seen that once in high school. I was joking, just because it's a bar. It's a bar in like a black and white film, and I would like where they didn't do like marketing like we do now. So I'm just like. Picturing, like <laughs> What like what would the graphic design logo that you designed? Be are you are like, you talking about like in like for Freddy Krueger you do like a psychotherapy sort of ad like a or, um, <laughs> so for Freddy Krueger it would be a Juice coffee base. it would be a coffee company oh nice yes you know because yes. you want to stay up and yeah. I love oh. and I also am a huge sucker for coffee oh yeah me too um but like Candyman uh it's a honey company you know <laughs> Candyman honey. 
Say say his name five times and that honey appears or something. You know, weird oh stuff God, like that. Child's That's Play like- is like a slice co company, obviously, because he <laughs> wields a knife. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go toy company. I'm like too obvious. Let's go knife company. Okay, what would you do for the fly? Would you go like with a fly swatter or zapper? Or is that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know. You know what? I don't think. I know Goldblum is in it, but I don't know yeah. that I've ever actually seen the fly. Same movie night. I movie night. Best podcast. Let's let's great. watch a super gruesome turn yeah. into a fly guy movie. Oh, can boy. we watch? Can we watch the fly and then reconvene as a podcast to discuss it? <laughs> yes. yes. And then discuss what movie or what uh, fake company within yes. that movie I will. Come I need with. to know what company is going to come out of The Shining. Yes. Oh. Ooh, that's a Axes. <laughs> like a really so good crazy. Study I didn't even typewriters. <laughs> I didn't there even write go. the shining down. Typewriters oh, would be dynamite. Laptop. In the original or in the book, he uh swing it, it's not an axe, it's a uh, croquet mallet. <laughs> so I could do a ooh, croquet. A croquet ooh, you know what you could company. do is a ventriloquism puppet company. So then, like, he wouldn't have to do, like, red rum, like, on his own. <laughs> like, you don't have to just, you know, like, just a finger, like, a whole ass, like, You'd have a whole, yeah, a whole, like, puppet could say it for him. <laughs> that, yeah. honestly, that could even be, like, a psychotherapy company, like, or, uh, or, uh, Danny, uh, reads mine. Well, he doesn't read mine. I'm going to write a sketch shining. about this, and I will credit this podcast when I become famous with it. I love Thank it. you. I'm okay. into it. Yeah. We could hey, go back to your it. comment about, we could about go for days on this. Being a uh, what did you say like struggling, not really struggling as a side hustle. So this is one of the best things that I um have, like have been given is um <coughs> excuse me I'm a <clears throat> I also dance and there's this uh, choreographer Galen Hooks who's like this incredible she's been in the industry like since she was a kid and she has um she does like workshops and and like intensives and stuff and one of the um her <clears throat> like gear is the wrong word I can't her swag whatever her Shirts, whatever. I don't know. She has a one of her t-shirt designs says, I am a, and then it's a list of like all these um modifiers. Like I am a like former, um, YouTube, uh, professional, ballet, all like all these different types of dancer. And it's just this long list, and they're all crossed out. And the only words that are not crossed out are the words I am a at the top and the word dancer at the bottom. And it to me, it's like we all put modifiers in front of our identities because we are told we're not supposed, it's like, unless you're earning money doing it, it, you're not that. Um, and then even once you are earning money doing it, well, now you're sold out. So are you really an artist? You know? So like, I, I, I was taught this year to like, let myself call myself an artist. Like I'm a teacher, but also I'm an artist and I'm a dancer, you know? And I think there's a lot of um, like psychology behind that. If like, if you tell yourself you are, then you keep going. Right. If you tell yourself I'm not, then you're, you're always going to hide it in your sketchbook under your bed. Um, yeah. So I think yeah. a lot of that goes with it. Love it. And I, I also, yeah, I, I, I really do. I, man, that's kind of mind blowing. We've had some mind blowing things on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Steve, do you think maybe you could do a highlight reel for us? Oh yeah, of course. Of this episode. I've got nothing yeah, totally, that. man. All I yeah. got is time. Okay. Yeah. All I, all I have to do is just play the entire episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There so ha- I think. mean, th- yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Can I, do I also a- interject real quick about rejections? Please, please do. That we had talked about. I heard a thing recently, which I really love, and I've been bringing to 2021, which is 
um, the goal to get yourself 100 rejections this year. Ooh, I love that. Yeah, you go ahead and you just do your best to put yourself out for as many things as you can so you can get to 100 rejections. And along the way, you stop collecting rejections at some point and you start getting jobs and getting projects. And it's just amazing. It'll really show you... Uh, how much getting yourself out there really just makes a difference. Just trying wow. really will bring you something. Yeah, it's it's really a nice way to sort of shift the way you do things. And also, uh, if you're having trouble getting things done, rather than a to-do list, I love to do a to-da list where you write <laughs> down the things that you've done. But you can you start with the absolutely banal, like you go, you know, I ate breakfast and you check it off and then you write, walked my dog and then you check it off. And the more things you accumulate on your to-da list, the more empowered you feel to keep going and adding to the to-da list. And so I highly recommend giving that a shot, the 100 rejections and a to-da list. You guys, this podcast is so enlightening. You had it you had no idea been. coming in, did you? Like, I feel Not so... even slightly. My I need to do that. It's my first time. So I funny. thought for sure. I mean, you guys are both amazing people. <laughs> we didn't know that coming in other than from seeing your artwork. We're like, oh, damn, that's pretty cool. Okay, we're going to talk <laughs> to them. Um, oh, thanks, Adam. But yeah, no problem. Hey, Steve, you know what? <laughs> You make a mean Manhattan, my friend. Hey, that is not a that is a true that's a big deal. If you guys want to see a true artist at work, yes, watch Steve make a drink, and he makes up drinks. He doesn't just go, "Oh, did you want a Jack and Coke? Okay, <laughs> Coke, Jack Daniels, ice. Here you go. I'll make that too, though. That's fine. Dude makes, <laughs> dude makes up drinks. He's like, oh, what if I fancied some of this and a dash of this and let's bring back skosh a skosh of this yeah, yeah. smidge what, what's in this steve uh just some cinnamon and childhood memory <laughs> <laughs> and don't worry there's a hint of love in there and too. love yeah and love just a skosh, <laughs> just a skosh. <laughs> two and a half smidges, smidges. <laughs> <laughs> to taste <laughs> to taste yes of course hey i do have one last question Oh, does that mean we're coming to the end? We're, we're we are getting close. Oh. I know. So close. I know. Uh, what yeah, happened so far? What happened to the tables from last year? <gasps> Kaylee, go. Okay. <laughs> um, so the tables were sponsored by a bunch of uh, people and businesses in the community, and so the people who had sponsored them at the end of the art lot last year, I think October thirty first. I think Halloween was the last day. They came to the art lot and they picked. Um, which ones they wanted to take home. So Thermo Fisher, uh, which is where both Becca and my table sit <laughs> together forever, which makes me Your so little best happy. friends forever. <laughs> it makes me so happy. Um, <laughs> they they came in and they had paid for five picnic tables. So they chose five picnic tables and they live now in the Thermo Fisher lot. And I know that there's one that's out by Beans and Barley and a McDonald's um bought one and i i can't remember everyone who did i think there's one I, one that was like purchased by like a private residence too i might be wrong Don't i, know, I think so i think that there was yeah so they got to also pick one and everyone just came and picked um which picnic tables they wanted and they get to live permanently uh with the people who sponsored them 
And nice. so what's cool about that too is that Thermo Fisher was like, we want to sponsor again. What can we do? But we don't need more picnic tables <laughs> at our place. So that's how like the murals thing is coming up. So like Kaylee and I are, so the the same artists that have their tables at Thermo Fisher, mm-hmm. we're, we were asked to do these murals. And so the murals will be hung. They're painting, they're being, we're painting them. So if you want to come hang out with us, well, it'll be June 14th through 18th. Um, we'll sing to you. Yeah. Um, and there'll probably be donuts. There will one hundred percent. You know, I'm going to bring donuts. Extra. I know. Okay, there will for sure be donuts. Mm-hmm. For sure, I just want to speak for you, but um, <laughs> those are going to be those. The murals will be hung in the art lot, and so the um, October thirty first is the same end date this year. So like the tables and the murals will all be there, and then the tables will go off to wherever they've been sponsored by now, and then our murals will be taken down and put in to Thermo Fisher, and then one of them is going to be at Dogtopia. Um, so. I, it's, it's really cool seeing like the community, like this big, like the, the way that the sponsors are doing it. It's like not only just giving money, but like also like offering this opportunity for people to yeah. keep going. Um, and the, um, I, yeah, I just think it's really exciting. And also just the, um, I, I want to make sure I have my talking points. There's a lot of, um, <laughs> like, there's a lot of other things happening at the art lot throughout the summer. So it's not just like, you don't have to just come watch us paint. Like they're, they do activities like, Last year they did like a pumpkin painting one and like yeah. <clears throat> there's going to be um, live at the lot. Like I think it's the third Thursday of every month. There's going to be live music. Um, I might be singing at one, which I'm like, oh, but like there's going to be what? like a bunch of programming. So um, go to theeastside.org um, to find out more. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to be doing the um, East Side Art Lot, the art market on uh, July 10th and 11th. Yes. See, there's like stuff like exciting. It's really cool. Yeah. Well, all summer long. Yes. Yes. You can enjoy the art lot into October, maybe like into autumn. Yeah, that's true. Enjoy your pumpkin spice latte or some bubble tea Mm -hmm. from Fusion Cafe in the area, or a carrot juice from Beans and Barley. Right at that art lot. <laughs> Just hang out at the art lot. Yes. Never leave. Guess who the artist is that you're, that table you're sitting on. Sleep on the yeah. table. Yep. Yep. Well, that was a great way to wrap it up. Awesome. With with Becca's talking points? Yeah, with she gave the whole <laughs> website and all that. Actually, that's a really good point. Yeah, because I was going to chime in with... The east the... side talking points. I'm just, I'm just yes. presenting. Liz is there right now over your shoulder going, yeah. don't you, don't you <laughs> read it. I was like, Kaylee and I are doing so good. They're like, I can't wait to listen. I was like, oh, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you two. This was, uh, this was incredible. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us on. This was uh, super cool. Um, a really great opportunity. Thank you. It was cool to hang out with you, Becca. Uh, I'll see you in a couple weeks, which is like super wonderful. I love that yeah. so much. And we're talking about supporting follow cutesy macabre on Instagram and Wazo studio on Instagram because yeah. that, you'll find all the other artists through that. Nice. Um, okay. That. Yeah. Ask us each to refer to you five artists and we will, there are so many. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's a, I like that. Don't so, yeah. uh, don't hang They're up. They're taking questions right out of my yeah, mouth now. Yeah, yeah, don't. Oh, sorry. And that it's not perfe- like you're gonna no, end. That was, I didn't want to like. No, I know that was perfect. I was I'm just gonna say this. like, how can we follow you on ins- at, is oh. it Instagram? But yeah, you already said it. Perfect. Um, if people want to follow this podcast, how do they follow it? <laughs> I don't know. If they want to follow it and they're listening to it right now, yeah, <laughs> they're uh. winning. <laughs> They've done it. You've won. Yeah. Go subscribe on Patreon if you All feel. Right. If you feel uh, I will, sexy I'm enough. I'm going to subscribe. <laughs>
I'll, I'll check. Okay, it out. I am too. All right, cool. Adam, <laughs> do you want to ask us how we can be followed so you can cut out the part where we do your job for you and it sounds like <laughs> of your own podcast? Nope, not even slightly. The fact that you offered it up without us asking is a is a bigger win than us asking. I kind I of love asked it. it a long time ago, but you know. <laughs> You did, but it was in a string of questions where you're telling us how the podcast was going to go. And I, then we started talking, and you said, wait, not yet. <laughs> we we asked it when Kaylee happened. was on Chapter 4. Five yeah. now. I checked out she's again. Not, yeah, no, she's, she's, in, she's, all, she's halfway through Chapter 5, guys. You guys should see the stack of packets I have stapled right now. Jesus. That is absolutely – that is oh, the boy. most amazing silent stapler I've ever heard. <laughs> It's a new model, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to make, you should make an ad for that, whatever the model is, like the yep. Staple 5000. It's, it's the pneumatic stapler 3000. Uh, Silencer. I'm pretty, sure it's a, I'm pretty sure it's a swing line. Okay, whatever. In my days, we didn't even have staplers. We Grandpa. had to get paper together with our teeth. Grandpa. <laughs> How'd you get out? We just, punch, we just punched paper till it stuck together. <laughs> We just yelled at it till it stayed. <laughs> oh my oh, god, paper. this might be the the yeah. first time ever I've uh cry laughed yeah. on the podcast. Yes. Good job. Oh god. <laughs> is my blinker on? I know There's that this podcast so many running isn't bits. over yet because I still haven't heard the ending song. I'm really excited to hear yeah. the intro. <laughs> the intro. Adam. The, end, the <laughs> intro. All right. Okay. Yeah. Ready, Steve? Oh, wait. Only when you're done, though. Only when you're done, Jay. Before before we end it. Now, I just. How can we follow you guys on Instagram? (laughs) Speaking speaking of. No, nobody hang up. Yeah. Speaking of how we end the podcast. We're going to come back to this. We're going to come back. I'm going to hang up. No, don't don't hang up. Wait, you guys. It wasn't recording. We have to do this whole thing again. Uh, Oh, gosh. Oh, God. Adam. (laughs) Adam. Steve. And now. Milwaukee's own Black Belt Theater. We're off and running. <laughs> it's a beautiful sound. We've been waiting to